0: This episode is brought to you by Grant Thornton. You may know them as an audit, tax, and advisory firm that's part of a global member network with over 60,000 employees, but they do more than numbers. They're the listening ear and fresh perspective you need to turn today's challenges into opportunities, kind of like a podcast, if it was just for you. Learn more at gt.com. Copyright 2022, Grant Thornton, LLP, all rights reserved. U.S. member firm of Grant Thornton International Limited in the U.S. Visit gt.com for details. This podcast is brought to you by Grant Thornton, an audit, tax, and advisory firm you share something with. Listening, they take the time to understand your challenges and turn them into opportunities, not more noise. Start a conversation at gt.com.
1: The Imagine More Success Radio Show is the all-about-you show with successful entrepreneurs and business experts sharing their stories and powerful takeaways while providing you with tip tools, tactics, and a free weekly gift to help you thrive. Your hosts for the Imagine More Success Radio Show are the best-selling authors Cindy Hendricks, a certified business consultant, and Thomas Hydes, a certified world-class public speaking coach. Check out the Imagine More Success Radio Show at imaginemoresuccess.net. Because Now is the time to realize your dreams and to imagine more success. Hey, so glad you could join us today. Welcome to the Imagine More Success radio show. We're really happy that you could be here. We are looking forward to uh, spending some time with you today and sending you a positive message, which is something that we like to do every single week. We always try to look for the silver lining as well as a silver solution to something that's probably bothering you in your life or maybe something you'd like to improve in your business Cindy, you've made a lifetime out of doing that. What do you think about it when we do it every single week on the radio show?
0: I can't wait to jump on here and help people figure things out and learn something from all of our guests at the same time.
1: Yeah, we've had some really fantastic uh, guests over the past uh, year and during 2020, during a really difficult time. A lot of wonderful entertainment as well as a lot of really great information. And we've hit on a lot of different topics. We've talked about... How you can maybe start a business, how you can market your business, how you can work on a personal brand, how you can work on your love life. And today, we're going to be tackling that lovely question of how you can take better care of your personal health.
0: Well, you know what, Thomas? It's all about helping the person get into the business of being an entrepreneur or their professional life and and to be their best self because it's not only about the business part as you mentioned but sometimes it's more important about the mindset and the health part and especially the love part
1: yeah being an entrepreneur is like having a car in a 24-hour Le Mans race you have to take care yeah. of every single part of it right it's uh it's an endurance race it's also speedy it Sometimes it uh, requires more energy than you think you have to give it, or maybe more time than you can find in a day, but no matter what, you definitely have to take care of yourself when you are the the bulk of your business, or let's say that you're the driving force of your business.
0: Exactly.
1: So we're really happy today. We're bringing in a CEO health coach today named Pam Hearn. Pam is someone who's enjoyed a 26 year career first as a paralegal and then decided to, to kind of branch out into entrepreneurship about let's say 10 years ago and found that a health crisis actually forced her to take a really difficult and succinct look at her own personal health and to find an optimal way of creating well-being in her own life. She's gone on then to, work within that sector and to devise some really incredible ways to help people to make taking care of yourself simpler and easier. And she's got a great message that she'd like to be sharing uh, with us today. She has experience as a certified health coach and she's led her team to over creating over 100 coaches who have literally helped over thousands of people across the United States and around the world. She is certified through Villanova university as a health coach and she's going to be sharing some really wonderful, deep insights for you today. We want to welcome her to the show. Pam Hearn, thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be with you guys today. Absolutely. Well, you know, Pam, Thomas and I are
0: both health junkies, health nut junkies. <laughs> and you can, you can tell that by our supplement cabinet.
1: <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
0: So Pam, we're really thrilled uh, to hear about what you have to share with us today. Yeah, okay. we're
1: happy to have this. Pam, um so many listeners right now I know are are maybe they're they're more focused on their health than ever uh, because of so many things that are kind of going on in the world, whether it's COVID 19 or if it's the amount of stress that they're experiencing because of their life experience or the amount of work that they're doing or the amount of work that they feel like they should be doing, and all the stressors that are that are in everyone's daily life there has been, it appears, more uh, attention-focused to taking care of yourself. Tell us how your experience uh, with a health crisis kind of propelled you to take better care of yourself.
2: Sure, I'd love to. Um, not, I'm not proud of it, but it's, it's a fact. But I was a paralegal for 26 years, and I worked way too many hours, and I put everyone in front of my own personal uh, well-being. And so I ate what was in the kitchen uh, at the law firms. And I will tell you, it was not healthy. And I drank way too much sugar and way too much caffeine and did not take care of myself at all. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: So what what was the, the turning point for you that gave you that realization that you had to make a big shift?
2: Oh, I ended up in the hospital, my very first ride in an ambulance. I went from uh, playing all day with my husband on a Saturday To I couldn't get out of bed on Sunday, Uh, and so we went to the emergency room, and I went there, and they rehydrated me and and treated me and sent me home and said, okay, Pam, uh, if your symptoms come back, then come back. Well, I didn't make it very many hours, and I went back in the middle of the night, and then they said, "Uh, we've done a CAT scan of your uh, colon, and every inch of it is inflamed. You have done something terrible to your system. So I went to the hospital for five days. I was a little guinea pig. I was uh, tested for everything. The positive is that they could not find anything wrong with me, such as Crohn's or, um, you know, the different things that you would think of to go with the colon. Everything came back positive on the test. So they sent me on my merry little way.
1: When you say positive, you mean like you've got a, a clean bill of health. There was clean nothing that there.
2: Yes. There was gotcha. nothing they could attribute it to, such as cancer, um, you know, uh, it, uh, gluten, uh, celiac disease, those types of things. And so they sent me home and um, they had, I had been on some very strong IVs. Uh, and so one of them, I had a tremendous reaction to neurologically. Found out later I'm very allergic to it. And so it, it not only hurt me again physically, It hurt me mentally, and when I came out of that fog, I knew something was very wrong with me, and so I started seeking help, and I went on my journey. That started my journey uh, into help. What I learned is that I'd gone to the doctors with symptoms over about an 18-month, two-year period before I was hospitalized, and yeah, I was told nothing's wrong with you. What I come to find out is that my gastroenterologist was telling me there was nothing he could do surgery on, not that there wasn't something wrong with my system.
1: Let's let's talk about that really quickly as well. So you said that before you ended up in the hospital, you actually were having symptoms then that you really weren't kind of aware of uh, right. for, for two years prior yeah, to Yeah,
2: almost two years. I would have an episode where I'd have an issue, so they would run a test on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have the test, and they would say, we didn't find anything. And I'd say, but this and that. And then it would happen again. They'd say, "Call us if it happens again." I'd have something similar happen. I'd call again. They'd do another uh, test on me, um, and they'd say, "Yep, yeah, nothing wrong here." And I was like, "Guys, I'm not okay."
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, and I learned through trial when, like I said, when my head came back, uh, my mind came back. Then I learned you have to be your number one advocate. You have, mm-hmm. to, you, you cannot wait for someone to come up with the right questions to ask you. And so, unfortunately, it took me about two and a half years before we, we got to the bottom of it. Yeah.
1: So, you know, a lot of times I think when people get a clean bill of health um, <laughs> while they're still having symptoms, really one of the, the phrases I think that's missing is you have a clean bill of health based upon the metrics that we're testing or based upon, the, based upon the mechanisms that we're using to test. But testing mechanisms don't, as they are today, don't always tell the entire story. Just like most fields, there's always um, there's always more that can be learned and more that can be tested. And, uh, and the, think about testing today compared to 100 years ago. If you are reliant solely upon the test of 100 years ago uh, in order to diagnose a, a sickness or something that was wrong with someone's health, um, you might not be able to do it nearly as easy as you can today. And I'm sure 100 years from now, it's going to be much easier as well. Out of the people that you work with, do you find that a lot of people have the same issue where they have these symptoms, but because they're not looking for them, they're almost unaware of them?
2: Absolutely. Uh, people will come to me because you 90% of them want to lose weight. They know that they're overweight and they understand BMI and that carrying too much fat is too much. And, there, and a lot of times there's a lot more going on mentally, physically. Uh, it's not just a weight issue at all. There are many components to it. And I just start digging in and asking questions because the more I know that's what worked for me, the more questions I could ask or the more questions I could be asked and seek out answers, I began to uncover what would help me. So I've learned to ask questions and uncover what can help my clients.
1: Very cool. Um, Most people that that come to you and, and work to you, how long have they been having a problem? Let's say like, once you've talked to them and they look back, how long has it been that they've been presenting symptoms?
2: I ask this one question. How long has it been since you felt like yourself and at your best? That's one of the questions that I ask. And I get 10 years, 15 years, five years. And it, 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 that's a very common answer. And you just have to, it, it, the first few times that it, it, it happened that way, I was taken aback. I was like, you've been feeling this bad for like 15 years? You know, and then you dig into what what's been going on and they begin to unfold their story for you. And it's way more prevalent than you realize. People give up, especially women. Uh, We get late. We get told, oh, it's your emotions. Oh, it's, uh, you know, hormones, et cetera. And all those things, they do play a factor. But there are some answers and they're out there and they're available.
0: Well, most people don't understand that uh, uh, the medical community can only do three things for you. They can only um, diagnose sometimes, uh, write prescriptions, and issue physical therapy referrals or a referral to another type of doctor. But uh, it's always been frustrating that you can't get answers from those people as smart as they
2: are. Well, like I said, one of my biggest aha moments was when uh, I I hired a nutritionist at the recommendation of of a doctor because I fired all my doctors after I came to myself and started over and uh, built a new team around me. And she said, I would like for you to go to a nutritionist. And the nutritionist is the one that said, Pam, what they were telling you is that they could not find anything to do surgery on, not that they had any help for you at all. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, I want to make something very clear as well. In no way are we um, saying anything negative about the medical system or, um, you know, saying that there's not tons of great things out there because I personally have a wonderful doctor who's taken great care of me and helped work wonders in my life, and I'm super appreciative to him. We're re- Today we're really addressing, kind of talking about these topics when you've gone through the doctor's approaches and there, you seem to be at a dead end or maybe the symptoms that you've had for a really long period of time aren't necessarily, I guess, something that, that, that they have an, a solution to or an answer to. And when you're starting to, to, to look for other potential solutions or, or answers to your problems, you want to take back some of the uh, control of your life. So you want to see what you can do personally, and that's what we're talking about today. What is it you can do personally to assist your overall health and to help yourself feel better?
0: You know what, Thomas, that's an excellent point because Mm -hmm. I love my internist, but I fired my husband's specialist who teaches other people because he would not listen and wouldn't react to some very serious things going on with him. So I'm with you. There are wonderful things in the medical community that are going on, but there are also some issues that I think should be addressed where... You know, they should be allowed to be able to talk about supplements and other things, which most of them really don't
2: want to do. But anyway, so well, uh, can I add something to that?
1: Please, Pam, go for
2: like, it. Uh, it was very interesting uh, when I was finally released to get out of the hospital and I could not get out of there quick enough uh, because I felt like a, a lab rat. But uh, I, I was thankful I he was a very good internist and she did dig. But as I was leaving, she asked my husband to pick me up. How? Uh, 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 Gatorade and probiotics and put me on, put them, put me on them immediately, like drive through Sweet. pharmacy mm-hmm. and he said, okay, I'll be happy to do that. Why did my wife not receive these in the hospital? She said, because I can't prescribe them. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Well, when we come back in just a couple of moments, we're going to continue this conversation today to really tell you how you can start to empower your own health and make some wonderful choices for yourself in order to feel better in the coming year and the coming months ahead. So do stick around to the Imagine More Success radio show.
2: style deal
0: because i want a bite of your big mac
2: and i need some of your quarter pound i'll try your filet fish there's a deal for every friend group at mcdonald's order any two classics for just six bucks price of participation may vary single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer
1: you're back on the imagine more success radio show with cindy and thomas Today, we're considering the conversation around how you can lead yourself in health. And really, what we're talking about today is um, advocating for yourself when it comes to taking care of yourself, making sure that you're healthy. And today, we're talking specifically about physical health. I do have a feeling we're going to be touching on mental health a little bit later as well. But today, we're joined by Pam Hearn, who is an optimal health coach, and after her own a significant health crisis, she realized that she needed to make her personal health a priority in her life. And after she did that, she's then realized that she needs to help other people do the same thing because she wasn't the only one. And if you're listening today and you're having health crises in your own life, please stay tuned because we have some wonderful information and some action steps for you today that's going to help you Get to the next level and find that healthy, wonderful lifestyle that you're looking for. Pam, in the previous segment, we, we touched on the issue that you have, your stay in the hospital, and how you weren't able to, to get the results that you needed right then. And at the end, you were telling a story about how your doctor said she wasn't able to prescribe uh, probiotics for you. It wasn't something that was available to her, so she told you to, told your husband to get them for you as you left the hospital. What other, what other um, oddities or surprises did you have like that in your experience? Uh,
2: it, it, was, it was very interesting to me that I, was, I took so many tests and they did so many tests. And then six weeks later, I had a follow-up with my doctor and, uh, that had done a couple of procedures or a couple of testings in the hospital. And he looked at me six weeks later and said, you were very sick. And I said, yes, I was. And I barely could get out of bed at that point. I was very, very weak. And he said, and right now we have no answers for you. And I thought my husband was going to fall out of the chair. (laughs) I I really, he, he said, excuse me, you did all these tests on my wife and you have no answers for us. I had to have him leave the room because he was that upset. And their solution for the day was draw more blood. And so that was honestly when I was like, there's got to be a better way. And I started seeking help and doing research. That's where my paralegal brain kicked in because I was a wonderful research assistant. And uh, I just said, there's got to be a better way. And I just kept researching and learning and and asking questions.
1: You know, I'd like for you to to address that a little bit because for two reasons. Number one, I think that is super valuable for what you're doing, that skill set. Um, to have that skill set and then to apply it to your personal health I think is incredibly valuable and also for the people that are listening today who are maybe thinking about switching careers maybe they don't always see how their prior career can really impact what it is that they'd like to do so tell us more about how being a paralegal affected your ability to become an effective and and successful health coach
2: I love to ask questions, I love people and that was part of my paralegal experience is that uh, I was in a personal injury for a long period of time. And so I was the intake paralegal and I, was oh, okay. the trial. Yeah, I, I did intake for people coming in with prospective cases and you heard everything. And so I, I got really good at that. And I thought, OK, and then uh, I learned I also learned in the legal field. You have to be the person that asks the questions. You cannot wait on other people. And so uh, I just took that and went. Wait a minute! I need answers. There's an answer. I'm gonna find it. And I just it just kicked back in. And so uh, between my people skills and my natural curiosity, and my love for people, uh, when uh, health coaching became an option for me, once I left, yeah. And we can talk about that and go back if you want to. But I I found a program that worked for me. I found help. I found supplements. Uh, that began to work for me. I also have wonderful physicians now, but I'm very particular about who my physicians are. I interview them. Uh, They think that I'm having a visit with them, but uh, I'm interviewing them and asking questions because I go in prepared. And so, and look at what we have at our fingertips, literally now we have a computer, we have Google. You can can go in there and you can learn all kinds of things. Now I'm not saying all of it's 100% correct, But it's a place to start so you can formulate your questions so you can ask a professional.
1: That's wonderful. Um, You know, in my personal experience, Cindy, let me know if you agree with this. It seems that pretty much no matter what field you're in, let's say you're, you're entering a field or you're dabbling in a field that's not the field in which you have all of your expertise. When you get there, very often, if you're not asking questions or you don't know the questions to ask, You're not going to get answers that you probably really need. And I've seen that multiple times. And, uh, you know, that's why I think it's really important whenever you're doing anything that is really valuable to your life experience to find someone who can, say, coach you or help you or advocate for you or on your behalf. Because there's always a series of questions that should be answered for you that you don't even know to ask. I completely understand that. Cindy, do you find that too?
0: Absolutely. One of the things I'd like to um, put some light on uh, with what Pam's talking about is that people underestimate the issue that we all have with stress and some of the things that we do when we're in a high pressure job to help us pull through it and to maybe relieve the stress, which is, you know, the long hours, the, um, caffeine, sometimes nicotine and who knows what else some people are doing out there just (laughs) to get through a day. Right. Right. I mean, I was at a, a very high level management, high stress job where I traveled all over the country every day. And, uh, that's one of the reasons I went into my own business was because, um, the stress, you know, the management sometimes in companies were unbelievable. And, you know, I've had some great bosses doing some great companies, but you have to look out for your health first. And I think yep. the message Pam is sending, uh, that should be top of mind and to seek out someone to help you with uh, taking a look at your health, your mindset and what you're doing to your body.
1: Pam, I have a question for you. Um, You know what the lifestyle is like for people that have high-stress jobs, who are juggling career and family and home life and other obligations. What do you think would say three to five things that the average person does almost automatically that has a negative effect on their long-term health?
2: They do not eat at least three meals a day. What you should eat is six. They don't. They, they 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 don't put their, their eating a priority at all. They sit okay. too long, they sit too long behind their computers. As, uh, we become so sedentary, we're doing great damage to our bodies. We're doing that. That has nothing to do with the medical community. We are doing that by our lifestyle. And we're we're just not moving. I mean, 70% of America is obese and like 40% is morbidly obese. So the, those The stresses and that type of lifestyle has led us to where we are right now
1: i I have a, a question that um you know I know a lot of people utilize uh, coffee tea earlier you mentioned too much caffeine and and you know after several years of of seeing using myself and and seeing how popular it's become bulletproof coffee with a lot of its benefits being touted by people that are doing keto diets or people who want to do intermittent fasting. Tell us a little bit about what your ideas about caffeine how it can be utilized or if it should be utilized at all in, in a healthy lifestyle
2: Well I, the one thing when I started a program and I got a coach myself uh, I said I'm in unless you tell me I can't have caffeine
1: Is <laughs> that I'm important
2: in, but I'm not get, because I've drank black coffee since I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. I used to make coffee for my mom and take it into her when she dressed. And actually, she's the one that sparked my entrepreneur um, entrepreneurial heart. And so I've drank, it's just, there's memories attached to it. I was like, she's like, you can have coffee, two cups a day. I went, I'm in, we're good. And so uh, what I found is that when I replaced poor nutrition and uh, poor foods with healthy nutrition and great protein, my, my energy level skyrocketed. So I didn't need the caffeine at three o'clock. I didn't need the pick me up. I didn't need the, oh, my gosh, I've got to get through this brief, and it's 2 a.m., you know, and so you're drinking a cup of coffee at 10 p.m. Those days were behind me, but now I enjoy coffee in the morning while I read. So it's very pleasant to me, but I only have two cups a day.
1: (laughs) Okay, you know, that's great because I think there's a lot of people that would say the exact same thing that you said. If they have to give up caffeine, it's a no-go, so... (laughs) it's always good to know that it fits in. You know, I'm, I'm actually the exact opposite. I didn't really grow up drinking coffee or anything, but as an adult in the last couple of years, I have it every once in a while. And yeah, it's actually enjoyable. I love it. Um, yes, and so I, have, I cool.
0: have my one cup every, maybe twice a week because it's, uh, it, it really hurts your magnesium level, which is an issue for me, but I used to mainline caffeine. I mean, I carried a case of diet coke in the back of my car when i was traveling and i don't even want to tell you how many i don't even know how many cans of diet coke i
2: had because i kept filling up the glass <laughs> mm-hmm. i was i was a regular coca-cola drinker and i drank a six pack a day on top of wow. mm-hmm. on top well of- I'm, I'm sure
0: mine had to be at least that much cuz i had a great big glass filled with ice and i just kept filling yes. it up <laughs>
1: So Pam, you have a really wonderful story about one of your clients who um, had gastric bypass surgery and actually had some issues afterwards, and you were able to really turn uh, turn her life around. Can you take some time and walk us through what that story looks like?
2: Absolutely. Um, she has she is just a, a doll of a client, and she actually became a coach because her life was so dramatically changed. So it's really cool. I've actually had That's several cool. get gast- you know, gastric bypass and gastric sleeve clients. One of the issues that you have with gastric sleeve is small portions or gastric bypass either one. And so uh, to, it with not so much with gastric sleeve, but with gastric bypass, you lo- one of the ways you lose weight is the way it passes through your body, gastric bypass. And one of the things that ha- is a, a result of that is that you do not retain your nutrients from your food. And so there's right. some nutritional issues that Um, there's usually uh, lingering and and long lasting. And one of the biggest things that most, a lot of people won't talk about is that there's an 85% uh, fail rate with those surgeries. Oh, wow. Um, Yes. And And and
1: by failure, you mean that people regain the weight that they lost after having it?
2: Yes, absolutely. And I mean, you can look that up. That's, that's there. And so, uh, I mean, you don't hear about it because most of the time when you've gone that, and it, it, it used to not be as frequent as it is now. It's more prevalent now, and so people they don't want to talk about their failure, and so they're des- they're they've given up completely, given up. And she was one of those people. She had completely given up, totally gave up. She was a paralegal as well. She worked with my husband. Uh, he's an I director, IT director for a law firm, and so um, he 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 said she came to him one day and said, "You think your wife can help me?" It makes me almost want to cry. And he said, "My yeah. wife can help you." My wife will help you. And so we did, we talked, I got asked a lot of questions. And when she first started, uh, I remember she was doing so well and she was losing really well. And at first um, you eat six times a day on our program. And one of those is considered a lean and green, which is exactly what it means. Protein and uh, low glycemic vegetables. Well, a lot of gastric bypass and sleeve clients have to split that in half because they can only have three ounces of protein at a time. They just can't, their body can't tolerate it. Mm -hmm. And so we did have to make that adjustment for her for the first two months, I believe. But as she began to lose weight, uh, the pressure came off of her stomach. So she was able to do six meals a day. And the remark, yeah, the remarkable thing is that she started to lose. And I was, I mean, she got to the 50 pound mark. And I said, can you send me an updated picture? I want to send you a side by side of what I'm seeing when I look on your Facebook. And she said, "I I can't see it yet. I can't see it yet." I said,
0: "Oh,
2: (laughs) I'd love to help you with that." And so I I did a side by side and sent it back to her. And she cried and cried because she could be able to see that. Well, overall, she lost 117 pounds. Wow! She's she's now a size four, which wow, yeah, she was not even like that wasn't on the horizon. And w- another issue that she ran into, she, she orders clothes. She, she doesn't like to shop. So she'd bring like mediums and larges and they'd come in and her husband would laugh. And he'd say, you're not that size anymore. Uh, and, and so when big she change, big change. So when she was able to do that, now she sees herself. Now she's kept it off for almost two years. So not that's a fantastic
1: long, but, story. Yeah. Pam. when we come back just a couple of minutes, we're going to continue talking about what's possible in your life and what's possible for you in terms of health and feeling your absolute very best do stay tuned to the imagine more success radio show Irish cream cold brew with cold foam now at Tim Hortons, or try cold foam on any of your Tim Hortons favorites. Modifications extra for limited time at participating in U.S. locations. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick. Sorry, kids. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay,
0: here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.
1: Welcome back to the Imagine More Success radio show with Cindy and Thomas. We're so glad that you could continue joining us today. We've been having a conversation about how you can lead yourself and help, really how you can become an advocate for yourself in getting healthy and feeling wonderful. And it seems like a very timely topic. <laughs> and,
0: yes, absolutely. Right? In this time in our culture. And it's Pam,
1: now is always the time.
0: Yes, Pam, I would like to ask if you are familiar with Dr. Maxwell Maltz's book, Cybocybernetics Cybernetics or Cyber Cybernetics.
1: Psycho (laughs)
0: If You can
2: say it any way you want to. No,
0: I'm not. (laughs) Okay, so you know that that gives an outstanding understanding of uh, when people can't see changes in themselves. So you may want to grab a copy and uh, read it because that way it helps you explain what's going on with your people. Oh, I love that. Thank you for
2: the recommendation. If I could
0: just learn how to say it.
1: consider one of the of kind of the self-help uh movement he, he was a, a a plastic surgeon who wrote a book called psycho and in it he realized that um while he could do plastic surgery for people and make them look significantly better not every single person who had the plastic surgery felt better about themselves or was able to see the change in themselves so uh yeah it's a it's a really fascinating read and uh just as timely today as it was the day it was written i think back in the 60s yeah um, Pam, you were telling us about your your clan. Again, I just want to mention we're on today with Pam Hearn. She is the CEO of her own company. She is an optimal Health coach. And um, we were just talking about her success story or one of the many success stories about a, a lady who had gone through gastric bypass surgery, had then regained a bunch of weight back, and then through the guidance and coaching that Pam was able to give her, she was able to not only lose 117 pounds, but able to keep it off for two years, which is a very long time uh, for anyone who has lost weight. That's a great, great track record. Um, Pam, we, we talked about what was possible for her and what happened, but what did that mean for her life? How was her life different once she was able to accomplish that goal and sustain it for over two years?
2: She tells me all the time she has a new life. Because I stay in contact with my my clients uh, my, uh, every month for a while, and then every three months once once they're in the maintenance, and they're they're soaring, and so uh, I'm not you know I'm not going to babysit them forever, but I and it, it probably they want me to get out of their life for a little while, <laughs> but uh, I'm here to guide them. I'm not here to to, uh, to uh, take take over, but uh, she started exercising again. Actually, her husband lost eighty seven pounds as well, so. <laughs> It has remarkably changed their marriage because they're different people. They hike, they're traveling more. I remember the first time she got on a plane and she texted me and she didn't need this seat extender. Oh wow! Those are the moments I've gotten experience uh, with many of my clients. There, there's wins that there are things that bother people and all of us that. You, you're like, I just want someone to celebrate with me. So I've gotten to do that a lot with them. But I would say now I'm watching the two of them go optimal health. They're they're very much into exercise. They're very much into hiking and, and these types of things. And it's just changed everything for them. They're different people.
1: That's incredible. And, you know, I think for so many people, um, when they're, when they've been, like you were saying, 10, 15, 20 years, not feeling like themselves, the idea of having a totally different life experience it's probably kind of difficult to do. Is that, is that true?
2: That's very true. I will tell you that uh, when I got on program and started taking my life back, uh, the one of the first things, uh, I was a grandmother and we had a young grandson and we now have a two-year-old granddaughter. Thank goodness I've gotten healthy because I could not keep up with her. And, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things is to go to the park and I'm very hands-on and we'll be running around my husband and I because he's also lost uh, quite a bit of weight and taking his health back. You can't live with me and not do that. But by the way, it's <laughs> yeah. I not mean, but he got there. Uh, but uh, we go to the park, and here are these parents on their phones that are definitely not in good health. And they're sitting on their phones, kind of watching their children, and we're on the swings with them, and we're down the slide with them. That's another thing. I can get down the slide now. You know, uh, uh, yeah, that seems simple, but hey, you know. And so, uh, d- different things like that. But then they'll go, the, the, you know, Wes or Maddie will say, Nana. and people look and one lady looked at me one time she said did she just call you nana and i said yes i'm her i'm her grandmother she said you are not and i said and my granddaughter looked at she said that's my nana (laughs) (laughs) i I love the fact that she didn't think i could possibly be her grandmother
1: (laughs) very very cool um you know that that's a that's a great story you know and i think that really demonstrates that that kind of that idea that The opportunities for creating better health are maybe kind of right in front of you, uh, but you're not, maybe you're just not quite aware of it, but yeah, that idea of like when you're at the the park with your kids, get involved, do, you know, get moving. Um, You have some really great, I'd say tools that are very simple that you recommend that people do and that they can start with today. Take some time and walk us through those, those tools.
2: Oh, I would love to, I love to give tips and tools. Number one, get enough water in. You have to drink water. Your body's made up of water. And so, so much of it's water and it also cleanses your body and resets your body. So six bottles of water is what I drink a day. And I love to give a couple of ideas. You can get your favorite cup that holds 16 to 17 ounces and fill it six times a day and mark it on a sheet, you know, a little a post-it note or whatever. Uh, I I personally get six bottles of water and set them out at the beginning of the day by my coffee pot. (laughs) And I grab my first cup of coffee and my first bottle of water. I typically have all six bottles of my water in by 4 p.m. So that way I'm not getting up all night long and I've gotten all my water in. And then if I want to have a glass of iced tea, unsweet iced tea or something with dinner, I've already got all my water in. And so I can go to that. We drink decaffeinated iced tea. But uh, I do like that. But you want to get all six of those in in a day.
1: Okay. that's a, I think that's great.
2: Yeah. you, you want great to, And I mean water. I don't mean sparkling water. I don't mean flavored water. I don't mean weird water. Okay? that Stuff with stuff in it. I mean water. Just water. Don't, H2O. Yes, yeah. H2O, H2O, water. And, <laughs> okay. And, yeah, just just because people ask me all the time, I'm like, "Don't you need to drink water?" Uh, the other thing is tracking, writing down everything you eat and everything you put into your mouth. I mean, every bite, every lick, everything. You will be shocked. If I'm telling you, you'll be shocked because at the end, of, if you'll do this for three days, put it, do it in the notes of your phone if you're digital. Take a little. I have a little notepad carry it around. I do that for two different type of people. When people will say, I can't afford to get healthy. I will ask them to write down everything they spend for three days. They normally don't make it three days and they're like, okay, yes, I can't afford it. They, they, like I did not realize, um, and you, you don't because it's, it's mental. It, you know, you you think you're tracking it, but putting it pen to paper, totally different story. And if you write it down and you look at it in three days, you're going to be very surprised. Um, you just really will. Yeah. And then the third tip I have is accountability. You want to partner with someone. You want to coach. Uh, you don't want a best friend that's going to, uh, go, yeah, let's ditch the walk today. You want the best friend that says, no, we can't, you know, that's going to hold one another accountable. So you want a level of accountability there, but you do want a partner. Of course, I, you know, I, I love coaches. Cindy knows this. I love coaches. So if there's an area in my life I want to improve, I get a coach. Health is no different. We need someone to advocate. We need someone who's walked before us. We need someone who says, "I remember that day. I remember when that happened. Oh yeah, I remember when I was walking through that season." And then can say, "But here's the guide out. It's not. You're not going to stay in the weeds. It's you're going to come out the other side and let's keep moving, one step in front of each other." And an accountability partner or coach will do that with you.
1: I love that absolutely love that accountability is is definitely uh where it's at and i I love the tracking idea too because when you talk about tracking the food you eat and stuff like that i've done that before man if that's not the the fastest way to figure out what not to eat or what not to do i don't know what is
2: or even that why you're gaining weight
1: (laughs) right
2: absolutely when people and then that's one of the questions i will ask i'll say they'll say i'll say well how many meals a day do you eat and how many snacks and again, I'm, I'm wanting to understand them and, and be able to, to, to be able to help them. And so they'll say this and that, and I'll say, okay, and I'll listen. And I eat pretty healthy. i say, okay, great. Tell me what you had for lunch today. And they'll tell me. Then I will repeat back to them because I have this information. And I'll say, let me tell you how much sodium you had in that. And you can look all this up. All the nutrition information for all of our food in restaurants, it's on it's on the internet now. You don't have to wonder. And so I'll go, well, your lunch, consists of this, this much sodium, two grams of protein, not 14. And, uh, you know, some other things. And they're like, Oh my gosh. I was like, yeah, I don't know that I would put that in the healthy category. That's why we track.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Talk to, talk to us a little bit about your experience with find like once someone's found an accountability partner and a coach and they've got that support, how much faster does everything kind of get in the right direction?
2: Oh, exponentially. Because they're not wandering around in the wilderness uh, getting, you know, there's how many diets are there out there? How many programs? You know what I mean? And so they're, they're out there everywhere. And so you, you look at this and you go, OK, and then tomorrow the headline will say com- something completely different. And then the, the next day, something different. When you have a coach or a guide that says, I hear you. Now, let me tell you the truth that I understand. This is what I understand about that product. What I understand about that type of milk. And why this or that's, you know, good or bad for you. I remember it was so eye-opening to me when I saw how much sugar was in milk. It blew me away. Mm. Blew me away. I had no idea. I don't drink milk. But when I had grandchildren, I started, I had to pay attention. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. What's in milk? It's just (laughs) looking milk. You know, and,
1: and this is just what we eat, or what what we're culture our cultural norms, right? There's and there's a lot of things like that, right?
2: Well,
0: well you know what the big surprise with, for me was because my husband got type two diabetes, and I, I nobody in my family had it, so I was clueless. So I had to start researching, and I couldn't believe the sugar in orange juice, and he was drinking it like water. <laughs> yeah,
2: you might as well uh, I'll, I'll, you might as well uh, turn up a, a glass of sugar. I have one really bad one for you. This is I talk to a lot of women. And um, they, we've turned into a glass of wine here and there in the evening, et cetera. When you've already had all the calories that your body can store and process for that day, when you choose to have that glass of wine at the end of your day, specifically, you might as well have a cup of sugar. And I
0: don't think they're drinking just a glass, okay?
2: Well, <laughs> I got to tell you a funny. Benefit story. of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you a funny story. So, buddy
1: of mine is only me. In Las Vegas, and uh, I went over to his house one day and he, he called me. He's like, Why don't you just come over and have a glass of wine? I was like, Yeah, sure, that sounds great. So I go over to his house. He's got these uh, big, beautiful Riedel wine glasses and he brings one out that's filled to the top. Now, a wine bottle is just under 26 ounces. I think this glass held 28 ounces. Uh-oh. He poured entire <laughs> bottles in there. He's like, Just one glass. We're just going to have one glass. Riedel.
2: Oh
0: my.
1: And I said, Oh my God, you've got to be joking. But I have a feeling that he's not the only person that considers that one glass.
0: Mm-hmm. And I hope that so was a good too. bottle of wine. It was
1: awesome. Yes, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but and it was an again, entire bottle. Again, in one. Again,
2: bottle. it's not a problem if you don't make it a problem. It's just that we've turned it into an everyday thing. Or, and like you said, we don't stop at one. And when you can kind of picture it, and so when I have someone that just loves their wine, I'll say, next time you want a glass of wine, please pour five ounces of sugar in a pretty wine glass and think about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That that really stops me in my tracks right there. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because if, if you wouldn't just sit down and eat five ounces of sugar, and that's the same result. And yeah, maybe, maybe it makes you think differently about it. Sure, it sure did that for me.
2: Well, good. <laughs> huh. There's your tip. <laughs> well,
0: on, on the first glass, maybe.
1: <laughs> right? We've shared some really great tips with you today. In our next segment that's coming up, Pam is going to be sharing a really wonderful free gift for you. It's something that we do for you every single week that we broadcast. You have a chance to get a free gift from our guests, which allows you the chance to interact with them more, as well as to gain some experience, knowledge, and entertainment from them. So you want to stick around. In our next segment, we're going to get Pam's free gift. We've been having a great conversation today about how you can lead yourself in health and how you can advocate for your own health, as well as develop some of the habits And some of the attitudes that you need in order to successfully regain your health if you've lost it or to maintain your health if you're already super healthy. If you want to check out some of our past episodes of the Imagine More Success radio show, go to imaginemoresuccess.net where you can find those previous episodes, each one with a free gift. If you'd like to learn more about how you can improve your business, go to our website, findhiddenmoney.com. And do stick around with us for the next uh, segment of our show. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Welcome back again to the Imagine More Success Show with Cindy and Thomas. We're so happy you could join us today and so grateful that you can spend some time listening today and finding a way that you can begin to lead yourself in health. Today's show is all about advocating for your own health as well as creating wonderful habits that will ensure your health and even helping you to navigate some of the almost undiagnosable issues that people are having these days. Um, we've been having a wonderful conversation with Pam Hearn, who is a health coach. And uh, if you want to find her, go to Pam Hearn. It's P-A-M-H-U-R-N dot com where you can um, sign up for her newsletter as well as interact with her and uh, begin to ask some of the questions that you didn't know to ask when it comes to getting healthy uh Pam in our previous segments we've been talking about some of your really wonderful tips that you shared with the audience including you know how important water is and and how important it is to track it as well as to track everything that you eat and what Cindy and I talk about quite often accountability and coaching how important that is when it comes to development um we we have a, a saying Cindy and I throw back and forth sometimes what what gets measured gets mastered and we want to talk about how that pertains to health. Pam, so many people don't necessarily have a way of measuring outside of going to the doctor and getting health tests. What ways do you recommend people can measure their level of healthiness to be on the right path?
2: Uh, One of the items that uh, I I like to uh, share with my clients is that I, I have a, I found a really good scale that not only measures your weight, obviously, tracks it for you and measures your BMI and measures your percentage of body fat. The BMI and the percentage of body fat is very, very important in today's society because we can lose weight. At one point in my life, I was a size two, and I was a very, very unhealthy size two. I was just unhealthy. I was little. So weight and that size didn't have anything to do with it. I am healthier than I've ever been in my life, but I'm not a size two anymore. But I so when I weigh every week and uh, I turn it into my coach, I still do. That's my personal accountability. You know, just, hey, there it is. And uh, but I'm always right now I'm tracking BMI and percentage of body fat. And so that's okay. one of the ways that you can do that. And, and if you will go to your doctor with that on your phone and have a conversation, they know that you are serious about taking care of yourself.
1: Okay. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk about the interaction between, uh, between patient and doctor. You know, in my, in my personal experience, um, years ago, I found that it, it seemed that every time I went to the doctor, the doctor was kind of typing on their computer or, not really necessarily listening. They were looking at some blood results and some test results and things like that and just, just kind of going about their business. Um, so that level of engagement was not what I was looking for when it came to going to the doctor. Give us some more tips about how we can encourage that a, a more profound engagement with the healthcare professionals as we're, as we're finding ourselves going to the doctor and trying to maintain our health.
2: I would say have your questions ready. Uh, so that you can and, and you can get from the professional because they've gone to medical school Google has it right <laughs> so okay. you go you go into you know I tell everybody you know Google has never made anyone skinny so uh you want to get you but it's a place to start it's where you get research and so but if you go in with three or four questions and and so you, they do the exam and I do I do my yearly exams I mean I go more than that to one other doctor every three months for blood work but um I, I go in with my questions ready. I don't just go in and let them lead. I listen to them, but I come in and if they don't answer the questions that I have through our inter- engagement, then I have my questions ready. Mm, okay. And, and I'm just ready to say, I, I, you know, and, and then thank them when you're done that they, you know, thank you. You've given me more information to work with or you've given them more information to work with either way. Um, Cause they you're there 15 minutes, 20 minutes, right? And so you need to make the most out of your time while you're you're in that opportunity.
1: Yes, I would definitely agree with that. That sounds like very sound, great advice. Um, yeah, asking questions for sure. <laughs> and you know, when you have the help of someone who's a coach like Pam, that 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 gets a lot easier as well because they can help you determine which questions you can ask or, or what's not. Which questions you can ask, which questions you should be asking, or or puts you in the right direction, and I see tremendous value in that.
2: Oh, absolutely!
0: So how, can, how can someone work with you, Pam? How can they find you?
2: Oh, they can find me a couple of ways. I am uh, Pam, I might have a website, but uh, Pam at Pam Hearn, H U R N spell a little different uh, dot com. You can there's a, a questionnaire that you can uh, a, a card that you can fill out a digital card and ask for more information. And because of that, I'll send you uh, a couple of tips on just I'll, get, I'll send you some tips. But you also can uh, find me on Facebook and you can find me on Instagram through my name on Facebook. I'm Pam Lee Hearn, because evidently there's another Pam Hearn out there. Uh, <laughs> and she's no, really weird. Uh, she used to be married to Ed McMahon. Uh, oh, interesting. Cool. Yes. Yeah, and so uh, anyway, so you can find me on Facebook there and Instagram. I'm Pam Hearn, and either way, you can DM me, and I answer every one of those. And you know, on Facebook, especially, you can find a lot of videos that I've done, a lot of uh, information that I have out there. I'm constantly trying to give people value, and and I like to make it fun. I'm kind of I'm kind of not real serious. I think y'all picked up.
1: You me. know, <laughs> you know that's funny, and and it's true. You know, so that is that is a really. Um, I think important approach to regaining your health is to really make it a joyful and kind of fun process. And, you know, if you're a serious person, sometimes like I am, you have a tendency to to really uh, give something like that such such a tremendous, um, I guess, like focus or, or, or it's so important that it kind of weighs on you. And, and do you find a lot of people are like that, that it, what's what's bothering them about their health is seems over almost overwhelming or daunting?
2: Oh absolutely because here's the question specifically more more importantly for women is I've tried everything in the book, why in the world is this going to work? That mm-hmm. that's giving up hopelessness. And so as we began to work together and talk well, first talking about it and what's different and why this works and why it will help them and that I'm not going to be their hero but I am going to be their guide and they're not going to get lost in the forest. Uh, Like you, if you're out there on your own, because most people will try a program and you might lose that 10 to 15, 20 pounds at the beginning, but it either comes back or you, you don't lose any more. And so it's a long term. And the other thing that I like to work with is that you have to have a healthy mind as well as a healthy body and working through some of those obstacles. We have a life book in our program and it is a journaling book that takes you a year. Now you're not going to oh, work well. with that whole time because most of my clients lose their weight within about six months, and so then it's getting their keeping their mind as healthy as we've gotten their body, because we've got a lot of bad thinking and a lot of bad self-talk that's gone on for years, and so working not only physically but mentally to help them with that is, is a big key ingredient.
1: I can definitely see that, and we've you know we've heard that um, from nearly everyone who talks about. Uh, mastering their body, mastering their health, you, you have to master the mind as well. And I, I think so many people don't really realize how much uh, the weight that they're carrying is based around uh, these really negative emotions, shame or guilt or um, feeling unworthy or um, feeling ne- like they're not enough. That, or and, negative uh, self-talk. Yeah, tons of negative self-talk also. And
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: these feelings that that drive to eating habits or, or lack of exercise and you know it, it can really become a vicious circle so to hear that that vicious circle can be interrupted and and something really positive comes from is always great news and we love we love great news on the show that's that's what we love to hear wonderful,
2: wonderful. yes yeah. it
1: it so Pam, t- tell us about the wonderful free gift that you have available for listeners today
2: we we love that too <laughs> absolutely again I love to give value. I don't we all I I will do a complimentary health assessment. Remember we talked a little bit about it is uh, where I ask the questions and I do get to know what your goals are, what's been going on with you. And it doesn't take a very long time, but I I, I begin to, to dig in and then we also look forward to the future. Why do you want to get healthy? What you know, what do you want to play in the, in the floor with your grandkids? What, what is it that you want to accomplish? And so the health assessment is, gives me all the information that I need to then lead you to the, the appropriate program and then continue to work with you. I've had people that I've started on one program, and once they lost 30, 40 pounds, they were like, I want to start moving. We did that in a healthy manner. And so mm. the health assessment gave me that, and I put on their health set, I want to eventually go back to working out. So at the right time, I can go back and say, It's time. So the health Mm. assessment is very important. And and honestly, we get to know each other. And so I do those complimentary because I want to get you the right help. I want to get you the appropriate tools that you need.
1: You know, I'd like to take a moment. I want to tell a little bit of a a personal story. I have a good friend of mine who um, got extraordinarily sick this summer, kind of just out of nowhere. And this is a guy that's been healthy the entire time I've (laughs) known him. And uh, super sick, ended up in the hospital And I think four or five days later, he comes out of the hospital and that experience, that health crisis changed his life. And he said, you know, I think for so long, i felt like I just had time. I had time to fix this or do this or the things that I really wanted to do. And he realizes that he doesn't have as much time as he thinks. And I think that the message you're bringing today, Pam, is in alignment with that. The idea is that if you're going to work on your health, if you're going to fix it, don't put it off start right now, start immediately. In my friend's case, my buddy Dave, what he decided to do one after he started taking care of himself, one he, one of the things he'd always wanted to do was he wanted to learn how to play violin. So he got out of the hospital, bought a violin, a couple months later, he's already several lessons in and he's, you know, probably driving his neighbors crazy, but he's making himself <laughs> happy in the meantime. And he took action and made a difference in his health. And it made a difference in what his life looked like. And Pam, that's really what you're doing. You're helping people change what their life experience is. And that's that's really important.
2: Thank you. That's, that is my ultimate goal. You, you, whatever they want to do. I have clients in their 30s and my oldest client right now is 72. Oh, wow. And I'm Thanks. so proud of her for taking that step.
1: Yeah, I think that's another great message. It doesn't matter where you are in the journey, um, you you have to start somewhere. And starting with the help of someone else in the very beginning makes the entire thing so much easier. You know, as Americans, we're taught to kind of be rugged individualists, pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. At the same time, I found that having a great map, compass, GPS, and a guide goes a really long way and makes the journey a whole lot simpler, a whole lot easier, and a lot more successful, typically. Yes, so Pam, if you have uh, some words of wisdom you'd like to leave the listeners with today, um, take a moment and, and and speak to them directly, please.
2: Sure, I'll give you five things that uh, I would like for them to look for in a health plan. Would that be good?
1: Sure, let's do it. Okay,
2: all right. We're going. I want you to look for an easy to follow lifestyle that has an easy meal plan. Nothing complicated, and nothing that um, is going to make you crazy. That you just you're so involved you yep. can't get it done. Okay. number two, find someone to coach you. You want someone to walk alongside of you. You need that more than you understand. Get your mind healthy. If you're if the program you're looking at does not have a mind component, it might not be the best program for you. You want that component and then find a healthy community. You don't want to be in this by yourself. You want to find like minded people to spur one another on to celebrate each other's wins. And you want to do that. And so you really do wanna find a community, friends, family, other health uh, people that are get, taking their health seriously, that are ma- or not even, just wanting to make a change. Uh, and then when you get there, I have some people that start with me and then they get into a running community because they've lost their weight. So a healthy community is a component. And then get moving. And that doesn't mean that you have to go join a gym. What that means is get moving, get off the couch, get out of your computer chair, mm-hmm. go take a walk, Park at the end of a parking lot and walk to the front of the store. I'll walk around the mall. I mean, if you can go to a mall now, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, I walk around my neighborhood. But whatever, get in the floor and play with your grandchildren. That's movement. Move.
1: Fantastic.
2: Uh, you don't have to do anything complicated to get up and move.
1: Thank you so much, Pam. It was a great ha- great having you here today. To learn more about what Pam's doing and how she can help you, go to pamhern.com, P-A-M-H-U-R-N.com. To listen to some past episodes and pick up the free gifts from the Imagine More Success radio show, go to imaginemoresuccess.net. And if you'd like some help with your business, check out our website, findhiddenmoney.com. We want to remind you to always realize your dreams and to imagine more success.